Trisha, did you know October is Family History Month? I think I realized that last year in October. I know nothing about it. I mean, it's not as popular as Black History Month, but it is getting popular um, year by year. How long has it been a a month? Um, it was seems pre- like there's a month for everything. There right? is a month for everything. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, it was presented um, to Congress by um, a Utah senator in 2001 to be um, made a month, which I guess I forgot that you it actually has to be like a law or whatever. So it was introduced. Of course, it was a Utah senator. Was it Mitt Romney? No, it was Senator Hatch. Oh, Orrin Hatch. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, I thought it would be good for us to talk about it today. I mean, it's October. I'm sure there's some people out there who didn't even know that yeah. it was a Yeah, I mean, because it's relatively new, 2001. Yeah. I think this would be a good opportunity to talk to people who don't necessarily research their family history, but are still kind of interested in family history agree that makes sense yes and for the listeners that are family historians we can give them some ideas on how to get their family that's not interested yeah maybe some ideas on what they can do or even those people who research and that's all they do is Mm -hmm. library research computer to do other things that can contribute to family history yes family history is huge and it has a lot of different entities yeah all right why don't we get started let's do this Everybody, welcome to the Journey Through the Generations podcast. What is up? How's everybody doing? It seems like this year is just rolling along. It is going by really, really fast. And it seems like the older you get, the faster it goes. It's hard to believe it's already October. Yeah, for real. So uh, like we mentioned at the beginning, uh, it is Family History Month. Um, and we kind of want to talk about some things that uh, researchers can do and folks who are not really quite interested in really researching their family history, but think it's important to still do something. Right. Because so. if you think about it, most of the time when you think of family history, the first thing you think of, I know when I first started was going to the library, looking at microfilm, reading books, looking mm-hmm. at maps. Um, and let's just be honest, that's not exciting to everyone. I mean, it relaxes me, but some people are not interested in, you know, looking at microfilm. Yeah. They think about the genealogy part right right is family trees it's dna descendants it's all that stuff and um and yeah like you said people might not be interested as much as we want them right to be i mean you know people just aren't yeah so. and so but the thing about family history is that there's so many other things that you can do that you can learn about your family and your community that you don't have to go to a library for. That's right. And so I think what we'll do today is go through a couple of things. Uh, This is obviously not all inclusive. We can't possibly include everything that you can do, but 
this is just a few things that we thought of that might be helpful mm -hmm. um, for you people who um, who don't necessarily want to be involved in the family research books, library mm -hmm. stuff, but still want to contribute right. or help someone. Yeah. And then for people who are researchers, remind them that, hey, it's more than just library yeah. research and stuff. So. Yeah. So I think we'll go through that list and Trisha let you start going through it, unless you have something else to add. No, that's no, that's all I had to add. All right, cool. The first thing on my list is gather family recipes because you know, one thing that we always say is that food is just as much a part of our family as our actual relatives. Um, so you know, if you have those family recipes, those things that you know that you you know, when you used to go home and you asked your parents to cook for you um, or, you know, your grandmother made the best pound cake ever. Um, those family recipes, though, you can get those together and get those written down and, you know, pass those down through the generations as well. Not just your history of your family. Yeah. I mean, that's that's history, too. I mean, I mean right. because a lot of those recipes are passed down from, you know, parents and great grandparents and all that stuff mm -hmm. so you know my mom cooks like crazy yeah and she does she she's an cook. excellent cook and but she's one of those people she knows in her head what she yeah wants to do but she also has a huge big book of recipes of her own stuff that she has written down mm -hmm. and so you know out of my you know, brother and sister, the there's only one person who's gonna get that book, <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be me because I'm the only one that cooks. Well, well, my sister cooks, but I'll probably cook more than she does. <laughs> okay, it's not a competition. <laughs> oh, it's not. No, we can make we can make plenty of copies. Oh, okay, to go around. But yeah, I think that's that's important. I mean, I, I, I know mean, there's a lot of people's you know, moms or dads who have, you know, those recipes. And even I have somewhere a book of recipes that I grill, you yeah. know, a lot. Mm -hmm. So I have some recipes for sauces and rubs and things like that, that, you know, I would want to pass down to Wesley, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess if there's always a McDonald's, he's going to eat. He's going to so. go to Chick-fil-A. But yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, Food equals memories. I mean, For because sure. I can think of a food and I, a certain food and I can come up with a memory that is so vivid, even though it was 30 years ago. So recipes are important. Yeah, my whole life is full of that. And I mean, I can go all the way back, you know, as far as I can remember and talk about different family functions, having recipes, church functions. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, so yeah, I think that's the thing, you know, you, you can get those recipes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. What's next? Um, next I have photos. You can go through photos with your family historian and actually help identify the people in them or the time period. If you know it was in the seventies or if it was in the eighties, or if you know it was in this particular city, or if you know it was a special event, it was somebody's wedding. Um, and you can identify information on the back 
for the family historian because the hope is that those pictures get passed down just like you know recipes history things like that and the future generations are not gonna know who those people are if they're not identified on the back of the photo yeah i think um there's also a way for a person to get people who aren't involved in their family research involved by showing pictures. That is the one thing that I've always done that's very helpful. I love showing pictures. And anytime I find, you know, pictures from back in the day or when I was in college, I love going and getting Wesley and say, (laughs) hey, come look at these pictures. This is, you know, when we were doing this Mm -hmm. and this is when me and mom met and, you know, stuff like that. So... And then that spurns the question in his mind, like, well, who is that? Right. Who is that? What were y'all doing? Yeah. And so that's that's when uh, that stuff becomes important and it starts kind of putting it into mm-hmm. their minds. Yeah, planting you know. seeds. Mm-hmm. Those family history seeds. Yep. And I would be remiss if I didn't take this time to get a little techie a okay. little bit. Uh, Get them photos digitized, okay? Uh, that is, I'm going to tell you why it's important. It's important because a lot of times the paper that photos are printed on, especially the old pictures, they deteriorate over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've all seen old pictures yes. just all messed up in the end. You know, God forbid, you never know if there's a fire or a flood. Florida just went through a hurricane. Absolutely. Protect your stuff and get all of your photos, documents, important family stuff digitized. You can do it yourself. There there are companies that will do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, check with your local library. They may have a way to digitize uh, files. Get that stuff on on a um, flash drive or a hard drive or something, and back it up too. Right. Okay, I think I'm done with my okay. tech, my tech PSA. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> if you have any questions about that, Google it or reach out to to us on uh, on Twitter at Jen Journey Blog. Okay, now I'm done. And going along with that. You can also make a scrapbook or a Mm -hmm. shadow box um, and, you know, present the pictures in a way that's, you know, they're out of a box so people can actually see them Mm -hmm. and ask the question when they're at your house. Oh, that's a nice picture. Who is that? Mm -hmm. And that just starts the story right there. Yeah. And it can be a nice nice gift for someone, Mm -hmm. too, you know. you know, say if you're a cousin or something and you have pictures from your parents, you know, take get all your photos and stuff and give them to the family researcher in the family so they can take care of them and be able to um, get them digitized or whatever they need to do. So I think that really helps. I agree. All right. um, the next thing is um, possibly... It's dealing with cemeteries. So we've talked on the podcast before about um, find a grave, um, billionsgraves.com, th- websites like that. And you can actually sign up to be a contributor to those websites. And you can go to a local cemetery and take pictures and upload pictures, updated pictures of headstones to those websites for 
the world to be able to view. Yeah. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, just this deep down family researcher in order to do it. Right. It can be anyone. Mm -hmm. And so uh, even if you just go and do the pictures of your own family and of course, you can do other people in the cemetery, but if you just go do your own people, right? Um, that helps. Plus, it you know gives you a chance to go and you know pay respects to your family. That is correct. Yeah, and I will say that cemeteries. I've never been a fan of cemeteries. Of course, I've gotten better over the years, but cemeteries is one of the ways that I was able to um, get my father involved in my research. We would go to the cemeteries and he would walk around with me to make sure that I knew where everyone in our family was buried. And now my brother um, does that. And I sent him the link to uh, find a grave because he was looking for some somebody. And I said, well, here, just looking up here. And then he said that he spent the next two hours just putting in names, looking at people's headstones to see, you know, what their headstones look like and things like that. Yeah. And then be on the lookout here real soon. We're going to have a uh, a podcast episode about how to clean um, headstones um, and uh, what we have in our headstone cleaning kit um and then follow us on social media we're going to take some pictures when we go and clean some headstones in our own families so be on the lookout for that yeah that's gonna be a good one um the next thing on my list is to plan a family reunion now i know that you can go way big and plan a big huge you know four weekend gathering of everyone you know during a holiday weekend or something like that but it doesn't have to be big you can you know, just get together the people, the family members that you know that are in your town and you can get together and have dinner or, you know, a potluck or something and tell, you know, everybody to bring, you know, family pictures that you can scan or, you know, bring your funeral programs um, that you can scan. And when I say if you get your, you know, more than five people together going through pictures and funeral programs, that is like the best time ever. Yeah, don't. Don't let the words, the word reunion or family reunion, like scare you. Right. Gathering. Yeah. I mean, because people think of family reunion and then it's like, oh, it has to be this big production. You got to order T-shirts. You got to do a banquet. You got to do a picnic. Who's going to get all the food? You know, it doesn't have to be like that. You know, you can do one day. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a big, long three, four day event. Right. And so... Um, go and you know do the family reunion. Attend a family reunion. Uh, I just went to one. Um, we haven't talked about that, have we? No, we haven't. Um, I just went to one back in July. Um, uh, for a new part of my family, and it was a fantastic time. Oh, we had a ball in uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you should you should do that. I met a lot. Well, everybody I met was new to me, so <laughs> I had never true. met any of these people before. So, 
But yeah, it doesn't have to be a big production. And especially if you have a, you know, quite a few family members that live close to you, maybe not in the same town, but close enough to where, you know, they're an hour away and they can come up for dinner or a lunch or something like that. And like I said, have them bring, you know, family photos or funeral programs or family heirlooms or, you know, past family um, reunion information. Um, and that would just be good information, not only for you to have, but it's good to be with family. For and sure. And you could have those recipes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could go on and on about this, but yeah. you see where I'm going with yeah. this. So what else we got? Well, the last thing I have is more um, of a tech thing that I think about the younger generation doing um that you can maybe get them involved with. And that would be either creating a spreadsheet with um, relatives, birthdays and anniversaries, or you could go a step further and actually create a calendar with their birthdays and anniversaries on it. Yeah. And my mom, going back to the mama, I guess I just never realized how organized my mama is, but uh, she has a book. It's like a, telephone address Mm -hmm. book and she has everybody's you know name address uh phone number she has their birthdays Mm -hmm. anniversaries she has in that book and you know when we need to contact somebody when we have like you know maybe a death in the family Mm -hmm. or something else or maybe they had a death in their family she goes right to that book and you she's like, okay, here's the address, send a card or yeah. flowers or call them or whatever it is. So that's crazy. Yeah. And then I thought about that because my nephew Patrick did a calendar um, and oh, he yeah, put it. Right. Yeah, sure did. And that's kind of how he has gotten into family history. He Because now he knows everybody's birthdays. Um, and he has the next one he wants to do. He wants to put pictures with everybody. So he slowly but surely those seeds are being planted. And he did it without even knowing that. Right. He just did some family research. Right. So that's what's cool about exactly. it. Exactly. Especially for younger kids. Yeah. So I just, I mean, I just think that, you know, family history is so much more than names and dates. It's about memories. It's about the experiences that you have with your family. Family history is not just about the past. It's about our present and our future because we want future generations to know about our past. So there's so many different ways. And these are just a few ideas. But there's so many different ways that you can get involved in family history. And it doesn't require going to the library and looking at microfilm. For sure. So. So, like we said, these are just a few things that uh, that we came up with. Um, it's definitely not all. So, you know, if you want to um, help us come up with more things um, on the list, you know, our social media information is down in the description box. You can uh, tweet at us or join. Please join our Facebook page. Um, and all that information is below for you, um, for you to contact us. So, all right, everybody, we appreciate you guys for, uh, listening, uh, to another episode. Please share the podcast with, uh, the family researchers in your life. We really appreciate your support. Thanks you guys. Enjoy family history month. Yep. Yep. We'll talk to y'all later. Peace.